It's the Geeky Waffle Podcast. Today we're talking about the very exciting, very anticipated Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm Candace, and with me is our friend Rachel. Hello. Okay, so we literally just like got out of theaters. Like Rachel saw it for a second time, and I saw Mm -hmm. it for the first time today. And we are hyped. Right now, we're not going to talk any spoilers. We're just going to go overall. Overall, this was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you agree? (laughs) Yes. uh, I gave it five out of five in my review. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think is a perfect Spider-Man movie. Uh, And yeah. As we said before we started this, this is a very hard movie to talk about outside of spoilers. You're just like, yeah, it's good. Uh, Okay. A few things I can say is like, this is the the first of the MCU trilogies, like let's call them trilogies, that is directed by one director, John Watts. And I feel like you can really feel it, even though this is MCU and it's a very much a larger universe, the three Spider-Man movies in the MCU feel very concise, Mm -hmm. right? It feels like a trilogy. Yeah. And I, uh, it, 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 (laughs) Bucky's got opinions. Um, it also made me excited for, um, uh, surprisingly Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 because it is the same way. It's, Two movies are directed by the same director as the third one's about to be. So getting to see like the full visions, not that like the other trilogies don't work. It's just they're very different from yeah, each other. Like, Every movie really, like if we look at the Captain America to Winter Soldier, which is like a cold spy, to Civil War, which is more of an Avengers movie. Well, and that's but at least like two of the three Captain America movies were the same directors. But like yeah. yeah. It Thor is very is different. Thor is, di- I think, different every single time. Yeah. Um. Well, now Taika is doing the fourth one, but um, yeah, as well as the <laughs> third. Uh. But yeah, I, I, I think it helped to have John Watts complete his story and not have it be three different directors trying to tell this story. And I think it put a nice little bow on the Homecoming trilogy. Um, the Home trilogy, we say. Just yeah, the Home trilogy, because it's like he's coming, like. I think that was a whole little uh, uh, negotiation of contracts that led to him in coming home to Marvel. Yeah. Well, because I think like he was saying, like, I don't want to play till I don't want to be playing this character when I'm 32. And then everyone flipped out. um, And then he correct, like explained again what he actually meant. And then. Two days later, Amy Pascal was like, I have so many movies for Tom Holland in my brain. And I'm like, he was using some, he was being real smart and sneaky with his word choice so that they got scared. Yeah. And I remember like, it was like two years ago, we all got really scared. There wasn't going to be any more Tom Holland, Peter Parker. And thankfully we got it. And okay, we're going to go straight to spoilers because this is impossible. This is honestly impossible because they try to keep everything so secret, even though it wasn't quite very. <laughs> yeah, well, well, now you uh, understand how I've felt since Monday, where it's like you're trying to. Be, everyone's like, "How did you like it?" And I'm like, uh, "It's great." Yeah, but yeah. you're like, they're like, "Why?" I'm like, "I can't tell you a damn thing about this." Without spoiling it. Yeah. Okay. So okay, Just turn it off now. You've been warned. I don't want any bitching. These are moments that made us cheer. Let's talk about that. 
I was the only one, my theater, that gasped and cheered when Matt Murdock, played by Charlie Cox, showed up as Peter Parker's lawyer. He was in one scene. And again, worst kept secret in the world. <laughs> well, and also Tom Holland kind of messed that up himself by saying a dinner scene with his names, John Favreau, Marissa Tomei, and somebody else. And so we're all like, would that be a lawyer? And a yeah. specific lawyer from Hell's Kitchen? Yeah, my screen, my screening both times cheered that tonight both times it was as soon as you saw his cane like everyone knew like they saw the cane they were like Matt Murdock's here and like it was great it ruled I watched Um, this with a bunch of basic bitches like they didn't know well it's also I'm so not mad like I'm so happy that Marvel did this but I'm also annoyed that because I I saw this movie on Monday I had the reverse but like oh, I yeah, wish Kingpin. I had seen Kingpin and then been like Matt Murdock coming. Like even though I knew it was going to be in yeah. this movie, regardless of and we knew he was coming because Fahey also said Charlie Cox is still Matt Murdock. Um, it would have been so cool to see the Kingpin and then just be like, oh my god, it's gonna happen. He's gonna be his lawyer. But I was like, Yeah, there he is. So the whole thing, like uh there's been rumors about this from like over a year. I remember hearing that a pizza delivery man was like, yo, Andrew Garfield just ordered a pizza for my place. Oh, yeah, he, and for he's, sure. And he's, he's in the Marvel area where only the Marvel people are stay. And then poor Andrew Garfield tried his hardest to keep the secret. And it is the worst kept secret in Hollywood because it is so funny how hard Andrew Garfield truly tried to and be like, he- I am not in this movie. I'm not in this movie. Like, tick, tick, boom, all the press during that time. Tobey Maguire, every single thing for, oh. like, over the past year. Tobey Maguire, no. No, Tobey and Tom Holland yeah. would go out and, like, party. And they were, like, pictured together partying and all this stuff. And everyone goes, meanwhile, Andrew Garfield's over here, like, I have never seen Spider-Man. <laughs> no what is this Spider-Man? Like. <laughs> and so it was just so funny because it was, like, this poor man who has so much press mm-hmm. and they and like everyone knows you can't ask Tom Holland that's so what no one does so it was just being asked of Andrew Garfield and he kept trying so hard to be like no I'm not in this I'm not in it I'm not in it I'm not in it and then Tobey Maguire who is not doing anything with his life just got to do whatever the hell he wanted and so it was so funny watching this movie being like wait so my thing was I'm kind of like MJ and like expect disappointment and you won't get disappointed so it was like okay they're just gonna have like a small cameo like he's gonna hand off the villains to them if they're in this at all so when they showed up like a third two thirds into this movie and they like stayed they're in the entire last act of this movie and it is glorious i truly thought um from the last trailer on i was like they're gonna show up when Doctor Strange is like, there are more coming and I can't stop it. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, the minute I saw that, I was like, ah, that's when they're coming in at the final battle. It's going to be like, he's going to be like, who are these guys? And it's going to be those two. And mm-hmm. it'll be fine. Getting to see three Peter Parkers doing their stuff together for so long. Yeah. I like couldn't handle like the, them like talking over each other and running into each other or like pointing at each other like the yeah. meme. And then when they all fight, when they're all in the thing and they keep messing up the fight and they're like, this isn't working. Wait, I Spider-Man. No, you're supposed to be too. And just like, 
yelling at each other or when they're giving each other affirmations like like toby mcguire's like you are amazing to the amazing spider-man you know well it's so funny because i said to my my boss like i'm i'm the queen of being like oh i'm so dumb i'm so stupid when i'm talking about myself and every time i do it like especially like on like meeting on like zoom or whatever i will see my boss be like like and he wants to be mm-hmm. like stop stop bringing yourself down and as soon as I saw that scene I was like this is literally working at the Mary Sue this is me and Dan where I'm like I'm sorry I'm lame I'm sorry I like messed up and he's like hey no you didn't you're great don't don't call yourself that <laughs> and he's like oh okay thanks man oh uh, my god I I just lost it and like Andrew, especially not that Toby's not great, but like Andrew, like didn't miss a beat. No, no. Like, like he's he's been acting like he's been wearing that suit for the past like ten years, you know, or however long it was. Well, uh, twenty twelve, I think. So, yeah. like ten nine, years yeah, yeah. or twenty eleven. It's been like ten years, but yeah. um, God, just like so good, and also like whatever was cheesy in this movie like works with the payoffs like i said it and like watching it the second time like aunt may saying with great power comes great responsibility um the first time i like groaned because i was like oh, people are gonna make oh, fun yeah. of this scene and then i the payoff of like all three of them standing oh, on a roof like being like no like that is something that we each of us had to learn that like with this power like we have a big responsibility to give to the world and like oh it was just so good and then watching it this time around i'm like oh no it wasn't cheesy at all it works especially when you know what's coming. that like he hadn't learned that lesson like his uncle ben didn't give him that line his uncle ben it, we don't know how he died we but don't we know, know like or, he, or even if he's dead what if he just like upped and left like oh no i, I think he i th- i think i don't remember if they say he died but like he has the suitcase and stuff so you have to assume it was like yeah, something like that. But he, yeah, he says, um, Peter says in the first one, um, when Ned's like, you got to tell your aunt, he's like, I can't do that to her after everything she's been through. Yeah, so it's alluded that. that he died. But yeah. Yeah. I already see, imagine some fanboys bitching about how Aunt May's given the Uncle Ben role. But it's always, I'm like, so tired of this. Like, they only bitch when it happens with the female characters and no other time. I'm like, do you know how much the MCU has changed from the comics? Like, I will say they, the fanboys do hate MCU Peter for Uncle Ben is Tony Stark and blah, blah, blah. And like, they don't like that. So okay, like, wait, 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 okay. we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to go into, okay. Okay. Let's just, we'll talk, let's talk about that now. Okay. So at the end, the way that, cause the spell went awry um, and more of them were coming through cause Green Goblin blew up the thing that was keeping it all together. Peter's like make everyone forget me to Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Everyone forget Peter Parker, and then that would stop the spell. So everybody forgets him, including Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange actually made me cry a little bit when he says, "Everyone who knows you and love you, we will forget you," alluding mm-hmm. like saying that he loves Peter. Wait, um, is he is everyone's son? And that's like what's so good about MCU. Pe- MCU Peter is my favorite because, and I've said this before, and I'll say it till i die he is the first time that i watched a spider-man movie and i was like oh he's a kid because mm-hmm, even yeah. though the other ones are set in high school that is a child and that is a child trying to figure out how to be a superhero toby mcguire looks like 
when he's in high school, like he looks like he's about he's going to pick up his kid. Yeah, like, like you know, like even even babyface Andrew Garfield looks like he was like twenty one. Like he, he's yeah, still he like mid twenties. Like he yeah, like he looked together. older than a high school kid, and so it's like you're like all right, but you can figure it out. You're like nineteen twenty. Like you you're okay, you're but like yeah, but Tom Holland just now looks like they did when they started their franchise, and he is supposed to be graduating high school. And he also like it's also the writing too. Um, mm-hmm. He's so relatable as a teenager, especially like when you compare him with other like adult superheroes. But yeah, I always Tom Holland's is my favorite too, and I am a Sam Raimi tiny fan girl. Like trilogy was my jam as a child, and I rewatched that DVD multiple times. But I feel like he's the best of both Toby and Andrews, Peter. Mm-hmm. And put together, like yeah, I, I, like I want to wrap him in a blanket agree. and feed him cookies and tell him it's gonna be all right. Like I love him so much. Well, and this movie in particular, like, showed that 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 is who he is. He is the mix of the both of them, and it took. And I hope that like this movie silences the argument, like, oh, but he's not good. This it's like no, he is, and it showed it by put bringing both the old Spider Man actors in to be like, look. This is the part of me that he has, and this is the part of me that he has. And we understand this aspect of him because of this, this, and this. And, like, I like that this movie, like, basically was like, oh, everything you've complained about, we were always planning on making that happen. We yeah. always had an idea for it. You guys just wouldn't wait. Yeah, the and whole I thing was, it. it makes perfect sense because he had to be brought into that universe, into the Avengers. And... A lot of the complaint was, oh, he's rich. He's not struggling. That's what our Peter Parker does. And they completely were like, at the end, he has no friends, no family. He has no money. He has absolutely nothing. He has a book for his GED. And that just broke my heart, knowing how hard he worked in high school. He was trying to get to college and stuff like that. So he wanted to go to MIT. And now he's like... God, all I want uh, in the next one, I want him to go to Joe's Pizza so bad. And I want him with a camera. Like, that's, like, been my biggest complaints is because he's, he's not poor thing is I'm like, yes, he is poor. He has Tony Stark's resources. He does not have his money. Like, and that has been made clear time and time again. Like, his phone is broken or, like, something else. He lives else in a is- small apartment with his yeah. aunt. They haven't moved. If he had money, they would have moved. Yeah, it's just he has and, like, and May, even if they did have money, would be like we're getting we're giving it away to these people. Like, yeah, it's just that they are like, well, he has high tech suits, so he doesn't have the cloth suit, and I'm like, yeah, because he has the resources of the Avengers. Like, and now they took it away, so I was like, there you go. It would have been so <laughs> weird if he is part of the Avengers or he knows Tony Stark, and Tony gives him nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, you are bringing Tony's a child like, yeah, hey, uh, you can have some lycra here. Yeah, you're bringing a 16, 17-year-old into battle and you're like, here you go. Like, here's aliens. Yeah. I like I like that line where Andrew and Toby were like, you've been in space. Yeah, it was like, I love that whole part because he was like, I liked Toby's performance of it where he's like, yeah, you said uh, my a web block and it made me think about it. <laughs> it was just like the way that that conversation unfolded, which was just... Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man A to seeing the conversation from like oh yeah that made me think about me when I fought this alien but it was on Earth <laughs> like Andrew 
Garfield's like, I want to fight an alien. I just fought a rival. I know Russian a man Russian man. <laughs> Paul Giamatti got name checked. Paul Giamatti was there. Um, but it was just so, it was so good. And like, there was a part in this one, speaking of things that I screamed during, where like, it's like, Peter is clearly upset. He's still thinking about Goblin and they're like all in the lab and he's sitting there and he's like, Nick, can you run diagnostics? And he's like upset. And if you look at the background, Andrew Garfield's just like, like clearly finished what he needed to do. He's just sitting there. And it's so good because he says, and he makes it clear, he goes, I can make this anti-serum for Connors. I've already done it once. And they went, okay, great, go do that. And he was like, Okay. I need more like, props. I need more props for it. You <laughs> have to be like, I need something else to do. I've said I've already done it. It's going to take like two seconds. And then they just don't give him anything. So he's just like, okay, I'm just going to sit here. Oh my gosh. Oh, I felt like when Toby's like, my back is hurting kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. there was rumors like he hurt his back and like in Spider-Man 2 and Jake Gyllenhaal was going to replace him. Like, that was the old rumor. <laughs> and also, like, when he does the um, train scene, the famous train scene, like, obviously yeah. he's stretching his back, like, a lot. And I thought that was really cute that um, Andrew's Peter gave the cracked his back. I love it so much. Because I, it was, like... It's also great. <laughs> that is also such a, like... I don't know if it's, like, a, a generational thing or if it's, like, specific to theater kids, but that is something we used to do in college all the time where we would do the like cross your arms and someone would pick you up and pop your back out oh and it's something i've been thinking about recently like man i just want someone to pop my back like that and then i watched (laughs) this movie and i was like did somebody hear me talk (laughs) about how i wanted that and then like i will say and this one is specific to me and i wrote an article and people gave me so much crap for it and then the movie did it um so lol um <laughs> someone said I was body shaming for this and I was not. But I said all I wanted out of this movie was both Andrew Garfield and and Peter and Tom Holland's Peter Parkers to realize that Tobey Maguire's web shooters were organic yes. web shooters and Who's be like body shaming. That's a weird thing. Listen. Um and I wanted them to be like, hey, what the hell is that? And that's exactly what happened. And then I love the follow-up scene where he's like, we're not, we're not making fun. We're just confused. Yes. <laughs> like, and they're like, to- uh, Tom's is like, does it come out anywhere else? <laughs> Tom, I was like, uh, I, got, I got follow-up questions. And then, I like that moment because you could tell it was like, Andrew Garfield was, Peter was very much like, I also want to know, but I'm an adult. Yeah, like that I is a 17 year old kid he's gonna ask it yeah. <laughs> like if the 17 year old gets the question answer i benefit from the question i mean we're all thinking it honestly <laughs> but that was like the moment that i truly like <laughs> screamed because that was my i didn't get my one request out of far from home but i did get my one request out of this movie which was the organic web shooter conversation Gosh, I had such I had such little like expectations going into this. I was just happy that we got Doc Ock, played by Afro Molina, who again, Chef's Kisses does mm-hmm. an amazing job. And then we have Norman Osborn, who we we also knew um, that we had. We kind of saw in the trailer that we had Lizard Sandman and Electro. Electro, we knew because yeah, Jamie Foxx Jamie- had been announced. He he had ooped. He had ooped it on Instagram. <laughs> um, I didn't know they were going to get all the actors back. 
I thought maybe like we'll just see like a flash of them, like the sand and stuff like that. And yeah. just be like, oh, look, that's that guy and that guy. But no, we got the actual actors back. It's amazing yeah. that they could get everyone there. Well, Thomas Hayden Church was the one that I did not know was going to be. Risa Fons had said something. So like someone had asked me, he said something about coming back for Spider-Man. So like I knew he was involved in some way or another, but I didn't know if you would see his face. I thought maybe he yeah, was just it- over for Lizard. Mm-hmm. Um Jamie, I knew Willem, everyone like assumed, and then as it got closer, like yeah. he was in the press. <laughs> yeah, he was like, Yeah, he got a poster. Well, because you heard the laugh, and I think that was like yeah. he's on the movie. But um, and then which I already bought, <laughs> I already bought a bright purple sweatshirt to wear with my winter coat, which is blue uh green plaid. Like I've already had that coat. Um <laughs> and as soon as I saw this movie, I was like, I'm buying a purple sweatshirt shirt so you just walk around looking like the fucking green sorry i swore Um, i can beep you (laughs) walking around dressed like the green goblin i don't care like yes he was horrible because the green goblin is horrible but he was the perfect green goblin oh uh, oh that was another moment that everyone in my theater was laughing at when he's with may at the soup kitchen and he's putting things in his like he's out of focus but you see him putting things in his coat well this was the first time i noticed that like the first time i think i was like i was paying too much attention to peter and may which is at this time all of a sudden i just see the pink box slide towards him and he starts taking donuts out of his pocket cracking up what is going on this movie has such emotional highs and lows like you're sitting there and you're just cackling at things and then all of a sudden you're like oh Sorry. cool this is really sad. yeah like <laughs> when when andrew garfield catches mj, MJ. and he's like are you good and she, then you look and he's crying yeah and then you then it instantly like i started i started crying and then i laughed because she's like uh are you okay <laughs> yeah. you caught me i'm fine and you are crying and he's like yeah don't worry about it it's just like when he was like crying looking at them too I like Toby's like, you okay? He said, I love you. And they both went, thank you. <laughs> the worst thing here, he just wanted friends so badly. He truly is so alone. He just wanted friends. He wanted someone to talk to. And he went, I always wanted brothers. And those two are like, we just met. <laughs> well, because when you think about it, he barely had friends. Yeah. In his movies. Like, Toby's he didn't have friend Harry. Well, I mean, and- he ends up having, like, a relationship with Harry, but it's not the same as, like, Toby and Harry. Um, yeah, but um, at least, like, um, Toby's, we find out, ends up with MJ, Mary Jane. Yeah, He's- well, sort of. He said it's complicated. We're fine, though. And then never. <laughs> he said they make it work. Person. So I'm going to take as someone, as a child who just wanted them together, I'm going to just be like, they're together. They made it work. I do like that. <laughs> That Kirsten Dunst was correct. She said, I'm not in this movie end. She was <laughs> so, so did Emma Stone. Yeah, Emma Stone also Everybody said, was, was everyone was like, I'm in, or they're in this movie and that person's in this movie. I'm like, that's way too many people. But do you know who was also in this movie that I was very delighted to see? Dummy the robot. Yeah. It lives with Happy now. <laughs> Even though he destroyed Peter's Death Star, which as someone who has a brother who's Millennium Falcon got destroyed and he still talks about how it got broken by somebody i'm Rachel, shocked somebody that- you no it was not me <laughs> it was not me it was my brother's friend and my brother's friend like didn't care that he made it it's a whole thing 
but <laughs> the Millennium Falcon got broken. And so when I watched Dummy do that, I went, no, but Peter didn't seem to care. And I was like, Peter, the, you, just, you just broke the Death Star. What do you mean you don't care? He had other things in his mind. Oh, speaking of another high and low moment is when Ned asked Toby's Peter, like, hey, did you have a best friend? He died in my arms. And then Ned is just awkward around Tom's Peter. I love when he walks up to him and he goes, I'm, he like says something, he goes, I am never going to turn evil and harm you. And then you see Andrew's car just tap him on the shoulder and be like, good job. Yeah, you did it. You did it. Well, because it's like, it works so well because those two Peters were like very anxious and weird as teenagers. So now being surrounded by teenage them and teenage like friends of him, they're like, we got this. And they don't like they're horrible talking to them. But like, I do like in this movie that I like that there is never a question of his age with them. And I think that comes from the fact that they both were, like, teenage heroes. And it's, like, everyone else is, like, I forget you're a kid. And even Stephen Strange says to him, oh, sometimes I forget you're just a kid. Yeah. And I like that that never happened with those Mm -hmm. two. Because they were, like, no, we've been here. And we know the amount of responsibility that's on your shoulders. So treating you like a child is not doing anything to help you. Yeah. And it's so good. Ugh. It's getting very much into the spider-verse vibes and i loved it yeah which it is but it's like a different reason like it's like yes they got brought in because of like a problem and that they had to solve it and then everyone had to go home so that is spider-verse but it's like i still think they're gonna do a spider-verse movie where that brings in all these different versions of Mm spider-man not just here's three peter parkers that you've already seen and like baiting us with the Miles thing. I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Oh, yeah, with Electra's comment. I was like, is he coming? Is Miles coming? <laughs> nope. No, they were just like, well, because they, they, this trilogy, and I think that is part of what like uh, Tom Holland was saying. He was like, I'll take it. Like, Miles deserves his time because it's been since the first of his movies that we've been hinting things about Miles. Yeah, Donald Glover's character mm-hmm. was Aaron. Yeah, it says I got a nephew, and we all know who that nephew is. Yep. Hi, So many feelings. So many feelings. Okay. <laughs> um. So there were so many callbacks to the previous film. There was a nice moment where Norman puts his shattered um goblin mask on like the dumpster, and that was kind of like the Spider-Man two when like, and they reference that too. He's like, you uh, you ever get um web blocked mm-hmm. <laughs> and they talk about oh got the crisis um um jameson and also ned calls him a dinosaur the lizard yeah and like george stacy keeps calling him a dinosaur an amazing spider-man <laughs> and i just right. love that and i, I love how like tom holland's like i didn't know you could talk <laughs> oh god he had so many good reactions in this movie like he normally does and like i love how his like how his Peter reacts to things. But there were some moments that I'm just like, like he was clearly like, hi, there's a lot of things going on. I don't have time. So like, here's what we're doing. And like mm-hmm. <laughs> ruled. Cause I think like on the bridge. Oh, it was on the, <laughs> he gets Doc Ock. And he goes, Hey, until I figure this out, you're staying locked and like pulls his coat out and has him like locked up. <laughs> but it was just the way he reacted to like Alfred Molina. 
was so good. Um, but yeah, there were so many callbacks, especially like they had straight up just lines. Yeah, you know what I am something with scientist myself, uh-huh. which is a meme. Um, but, but or Osborne says that, and he I cheer during. <laughs> listen to me. Yes. Um, or you listen to me when the the two Spider Mans see the <laughs> MCU Spider Mans. It's so hard to talk about this in this way. Um, you hear like the Danny Elfman theme a little bit, mm-hmm. and then you also hear um. I don't know who the composer of Andrew uh, Amazing Spider-Man, but you also hear that theme too. So yeah. the music cues were very well done. Hans Zimmer does that one. Oh yeah. The kind of thing. Yeah. The only two villains that were missing from this that were in the previous movies was like Rhino and Harry Osborn, but like Harry Osborn, like is green goblin. And Rhino was like in a five second clip. <laughs> really we, we missed, uh, there was no Dane DeHaan. Even though he, again, he is Green Goblin. Um, And there was no Topher Grace. Yeah. I was okay with that. Topher version. I said, and I I stand by it, I wish that this movie had had Venom in it and the whole time you think it's Tom Hardy. But he just doesn't come out of the Venom suit. He stays there. And he's there. He's talking. And it's all this stuff. And then it's uh, when he sees Toby, he reveals himself that it's Topher Grace. That would have been hilarious. All I wanted, and I would have been so happy because I loved—I don't know if we want to get to it at this point—but I love the end scene because it is—it fits so perfectly with that version of Eddie Brock and Venom that they would take so long to figure out what is going on that by the time they figure it out and they're ready to go everything is over and they are going back yeah, to their and like Eddie's supposed to be this investigative journalist. You know? <laughs> but of course he got tr- he got trashed in Mexico. <laughs> He's just like, whatever. And then Danny Rojas shows up because that's the bartender is Danny Rojas from Ted Lasso. A thing that only me and my friends clocked. Everyone else <laughs> in the theater was like, who is that? And I'm like, Danny Rojas! I'm trying to think of, oh, there was one person and I hope they had a fun time. <laughs> Um, I tweeted about this when he's in the mirror verse and he goes, oh, is that a whatever? Golden thing? ratio, I believe, or something well, like that. He says like the the diagram of, of what it is. Yeah. I can't remember what, it, what term it is, but he says it and he goes, oh my God, is this just geometry? And one girl in the front of the theater just went, Poo! and just like, clapped twice and stopped. And I went, happy for her. Yeah, math nerd. said geometry. And then, like, later when he makes the math joke, it's yeah. great. But, like, it was just, he just clapped twice. And I was like, all right. Interesting time to be like, geometry. <sighs> Dr. Strange's hair, hairline, was very distracting for me. Oh, his, yeah. Well, I mean, I do like that in this movie in canon that he dyes his hair. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, MJ found the- MJ. I mean, MJ. She is my favorite version of MJ. I know she's not MJ. Whatever people who want to yell, but I love that this movie was like her name is uh, MJ Watson, but she does not go by Watson. Yeah, and I like that Toby says my MJ. Mm-hmm. Like he's like he's quantifying, and then even um, Andrews is like Gwen. She was my MJ. So they're saying like. These are the same. Yeah. 
Stop uh, bitching about it. <laughs> nothing, nothing for Shailene Woodley's MJ, who is supposed to be at the yeah, end. Who, who filmed <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man 2? Dyed her hair and everything and then got deleted. Yeah, I think about that often. <laughs> she was supposed to be MJ. But yeah, I just... there. It's the thing about this movie is like, it is so much. Like I wrote, as soon as I came out of my screen, I wrote down like all of the thing pieces I wanted to write about. And like, I have to like figure out how I want to like talk about all of this stuff because it's fan servicey, but not in a bad way. It's fan servicey in a way that I was like, and I have said this, this is my second podcast I've said this on. <laughs> this is currently my favorite Spider-Man movie. It moved Spider-Verse to number two. However, I know it is because I was emotionally manipulated into enjoying this movie. I was like, I will always enjoy this movie because any movie that has Peter Parker in it, I'm just predisposed to liking because I like him as a character. That's why Civil War is my favorite MCU movie because he shows up like no matter what. But is it fan service if it's earned? Well, that's my question because yes and no, because the movie itself is built around having fans react in a way that you're like yes but it is earned in the sense that it's like the movie does a really good job and like it it works it's natural it feels natural to me like the conversations that we've wanted them to have like we're talking about the web shooters like Mm -hmm. that's something i wanted them to bring up because like watching the animated series versus watching the sam raimi thing and you get really confused because that's not what happens with the web shooters. That's not yeah. part of the powers. But yeah, having them talk about that, it felt so natural. Like that's something the two Spider-Mans would want to ask the other Spider-Man about. I, I do like he that he said, because I clocked it this time and I was like, hell yes, because I make the joke. I don't know if you've heard this joke, but me and my friend always talk about it where there was a comedian. He knew he was like, oh yeah, I think that movie was Spider-Man too. And he says Spider-Man as a bit. But if I'm talking about multiple Spider-Mans, yeah. I say Spider-Man. And I loved in this movie where Tom Holland is swinging through a thing. He's like, okay, Spider-Mans. And like he does not say men. He nope. says Spider-Mans. And I was yep. like, this is great. I loved it. Now we know it's canon. That's what we're supposed to call them, the Spider-Mans. All I, all I needed was for him to be like, don't forget the hyphen. And I'd be like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> like, yeah, it's, well, and like we said, the web shooter thing, but also like, I still am thinking about when they're all fighting with each other because they're like, we're not doing great. Like you mm-hmm. have, we have to find some other way of communicating to each other. And it was just all of them talking over each other to figure out a better way of talking to each other is so Peter that I was just like, this is so good. I love it so much. And yeah, like people uh, predicted that Andrew's Peter would mm-hmm. save MJ because we saw in the trailer that she was falling. But again, it feels earned and it is a callback and it is fan service, but it works on an emotional level. And what are comic book movies, but not just fan service? Yeah. Well, and this movie using that scene is an example, did a really good job of he like Tom Holland's is falling. He's almost has her. In comes Goblin and like stops it so much like what happened in Andrews. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to him screaming no. And then he goes diving for her. And it was like having that before the end where he's caught her and he's crying. Just like you're like, oh my God, it's that same moment. And I was like, even though like 
the Gwen moment, like, people were like, oh, I saw that coming. And you're like, yeah, she's in the damn coat. She's in the coat from the comics. Of course you yeah. saw that coming. Anyone like, who, who thinks Gwen Stacy, even before The Amazing Spider-Man, knew she's the dead girlfriend yeah. of Peter Parker because that well, was such a big deal when it happened. It's the dead girlfriend that, like, and I hate saying it like this, but it's the dead girlfriend that, like, comic fans knew because – the, it, it, they like erased her from every live action that ever existed until the that the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, and then that's when people are like, "Where's MJ?" It's like she's the second one. There's a reason why she doesn't know he's Spider-Man. Yeah, and it's because of Gwen. So I like, I think that's why I like the Amazing Spider-Man movie. Like I like them a lot because I like Andrew better than I like Toby. As I got older, like, I realized I liked Andrew's better than Toby's, and then now I like Tom's better than both. But, like, um, I liked those because they were more true to, like, the origins of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But everyone was so, like, I love the Raimi ones that they didn't give them the time of day. Yeah. Um, and so I like this movie because it kind of makes both of those trilogies more important. Um, even though they both were important in their own ways, like, it makes it so you're like oh, okay, like, yeah, those are important aspects of this, blah, blah, blah. And, like, you want to go back and watch them versus, like... Yeah, it's part of Spider-Man history. Yeah. either Because there's a lot of verses, I felt like. People were like, Toby versus Andrew kind of thing. And it's just like, no, we can love them all. I love all three of them. Yeah, I mean, as I said, like, you put a Spider-Man movie on and it doesn't matter who it is or what it is, I'm sitting in front of it and I'm watching it. But, like... I think everyone gets so bogged down in the fight that, like, this movie, I like how just open and honest it is. And it's like, yeah, we know what we are. We know this is a fan service movie, but it's also a good one. So, like, you just are like, yeah, you're right. This is a good movie. And it is what we all kind of wanted. And it's what we came here for. Yeah. And And it just works. It does. It works very well. And, yeah, I, I tweeted this. I was like, this is my new favorite Spider-Man movie, but I know it's only my favorite because of the nine that came before it. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, I feel like this way of, a little bit about Rogue One, like loving Rogue One, you have to understand the history of it before it. Because it is a great, great movie, but if it didn't have the movies previous, it wouldn't stand alone. Just like. Yeah, I'm interested to see how like, kids who didn't watch the other ones and only watched Tom Holland's would react to that. Like, I mean, a lot of people have gone back and watched those if they hadn't seen them or grow up, grown up with them like we did, but like grew up with them, grew up with them like we did. <laughs> but like, like I would be interested to, I don't think my brother would ever go for this, but like my niece is one. So I would maybe be like, Hey, what if we showed her the Tom Holland ones first and just saw what happens with no Ham. And like, maybe I'll do that with my 11 year old niece. Cause I don't think she's seen any of these. So I can just be like, let's watch Spider-Man. Cause she likes Gwen and stuff. So I would be like, let's watch these ones and watch Tom Holland ones and see if she gets it. Yeah. Or if it's just like white noise. <laughs> she's like, I, uh, I don't know who any of these Rachel doing are. experiments on her nieces for science. Saying, yeah. But like, it is for science. And then it, she'll get older and be like, yeah, my aunt decided to show me these and then go back because she wanted to see how I reacted. I mean, listen, in my defense, people do it all the time. That's what the machete order is. That's what, like, 
how people do all that stuff. So it's like I would be interested to see how it how someone reacted to watching the three Tom Hollands and then going back and watching the other ones. But speaking of all those movies, I feel like this brings like to the heart of what Peter is, mm-hmm. is he's a good kid who just wants to save people. And nothing against the Toby and Andrew ones, but... Well, it's... What was really nice about this is it's, like, obviously, like, this is him becoming Spider-Man was these was the journey he took on these three movies. Like, we all thought, oh, we missed his origin. They skipped it. It's like, they didn't. It was the trilogy. But I liked how within it, they, like, had him come to terms with the fact that it's like you're not sometimes you have to just be a guy who wants to save people you don't have to save the world every single time and it took erasing himself from the world in order to realize like oh I just I can be a neighborhood spider-man and like take on these smaller things I'm like I was on a thing earlier and uh, they were saying how they thought that this was like, oh, if they decided no more Spider-Man movies after this, then that would make sense with how this movie ended. And I was like, no, I think they're finally like at a point where he can be his own hero for a while. And then uh, and like, I personally think that this could lead into him having a moment with Kingpin, which is all I want because I like Kingpin and Spider-Man. And I want him to have like a Craven moment and like have all these like smaller scale things. And I think this gives them the option to do like a three movie arc of that. Yeah. Get, put him in he's college. Back before he's, yeah. Put him in college, do a small like three him, movie arc of that. And then, then put him back in as like the leader of the Avengers. Yeah. Cause I don't think we're going to get an Avengers movie for a while. Well, no, I, they have to reverse what they just did or mm-hmm. like everyone has to relearn who Peter is prior to him being in charge of that like i think like i know at the end of that movie he like put his letter in his pocket and like whatever but i don't think that's the end i think there's gonna be like you're it's gonna be revealed like mj wrote a note to herself on her phone that was like remember peter and then like finds it or something like something's gonna happen that's whatever but i I don't think the whole thing is like so did the spell like erase like video footage and everything yeah. like that like nobody knows who peter parker is it did it well, just erase their minds or erase all also, the evidence too did he also mess up the other two's well, universes <laughs> like i thought about that this time around i'm like what about those two like did you erase the people granted if this movie means it, like anything about the amazing spider-man movies it's that he's lonely so he's like that ah, doesn't really matter for me but like yeah but if like toby's married with kids <laughs> and he rolls it around like you are and he's like i am your father funny like i just thought about, i'm like ah. or is he yeah. just the tom holland or like i was like i got questions no the spell There's was kind of confusing because like he was moving into his new apartment and he had stuff and then he and sees book. Yeah, he sees Happy and Happy New May and New May through Spider Man, and you're like, what did, what do people think when they think Spider Man? Like, 
What I also what I don't get is Stephen Strange says in the beginning of this movie. Um, do you remember the night on blah 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 blah? And Wong is like, no, and he goes exactly, and I'm like, but you remember? Yeah, I th- I thought at least like he would remember or something like that, but apparently not. I feel I don't know something has to happen. Yeah, there has to be some catch that they are not telling us on purpose. Yeah, like how does he rent an apartment, get a job, do anything like that if he never yeah, he existed? Has no before? identity. I don't know. Maybe like he has an identity and has records and stuff. It is just that no one knows who he is, but he has all of that. Yeah. I mean, listen, they'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. It's, We're thinking it's too much about it. <laughs> You're like, this doesn't make any sense. It's a comic book movie. It makes sense in some <laughs> weird way. Rachel, can you tell people where they can find you online to listen and read more Spider-Man things? You can read my work on themarysuit.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Rachel Leishman. And um, I'm on other social media as Rachel underscore Leishman. And if you want to hear about my why Pedro Pascal should be Craven the Hunter theories, you can uh, also listen to Pedro Pascal. Perfect. And you can find us at thegeekywolf.com. Check out all our shows. Stay geeky, everyone.